Warning, this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Due to the graphic nature, listener discretion is advised. Welcome from wherever you are. This is The Demon Inside with your host, John Venom. If you want to review a different episode of The Demon Inside, you can find them on Spotify or Anchor. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will come out every Monday. And now, to our show. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to The Demon Inside. So what's going on tonight? I can't get in touch with my my kids. How old are your kids? Six and a half and six days. Okay. Um, How long have you been trying? Two days. Okay. She, she's lost her mind. I don't know how else to say it. We're LDS. She thinks she's a resurrected being and a and a a god. Hello, my demon insiders, and welcome back to the Demon Inside. I'm your host, John Venom. And before I start today's episode, I would just like to send out a thank you to first off Shane, who is a customer in my Uber car, who by now is enjoying the life in Hawaii with his wife. Uh, She got stationed out there. Thank you for your service, as well as to all veterans. Thank you for your service. I am also a veteran, and I appreciate everything that veterans and military do deep from my heart. I really do. Uh, So have a good time out there in Hawaii. I'd also like to send out a shout-out to Miss Flores. I know you sent me a message I wasn't able to get back in touch with you, but if you or anybody else would like to get in touch with me, uh, you need to go through my email, which is the demon inside podcast at gmail.com. That's the demon inside podcast at gmail.com. And you can send me a message through there and uh, we can chat or you can send me ideas for shows or you can do whatever. Uh, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your stories. If you have any stories about demon possessions or things that you may have seen or or heard, uh, there's so many different stories out there. I'd like to hear yours. So whenever you'd like, send it out. Now, let's get back to the show. Today, we're talking about the demon inside Lori Vallow. I know that recently her case has been on TV. It's actually happening as we speak. And Lori Vallow is a true apocalyptic believer. She believes the end of the world. And that's what that means. But she's also got delusions that she is immortal and she is a god. 
and that she can kill people with her mind. And that everybody that her and her followers are Chad Daybell, uh, which is her husband now, everybody that they kill is a demon or a dark entity. So killing her children wasn't really a big deal to her. Now, I know a lot of you are trying to figure this out, but you have to look at it through their eyes and through the eyes of a demon to realize what they're doing is evil. But to do that, I got to take you back to the beginning. This is where it all started. It all started with her husband, Charles Vallow, who was very concerned with her because she had been changing right in front of his eyes. Take a listen to this interview that Charles Vallow had with the police when he arrived back from a business trip in Dallas and his truck was missing. His money was missing from his bank and the kids and her were missing from the house as well as other things in the house. Take a listen to this. Lost her mind. Uh, I, I don't know how to say it. We're LDS. She thinks she's a resurrected being and a and a a god and member of the hundred forty four thousand. She's come. Jesus is coming next year. She took all the money out of her bank account today. My truck has gone from the airport. She went to the airport and got it. So this is Charles Vallow talking, and this is before he dies uh, brutally by Alex Cock, who murders him, claiming to be in self-defense, that he attacked him. So this was the first part of this case that starts it off. Okay. So what makes her a danger to herself and she to others? She threatened me, murder me, kill me. She threatened to murder you? Yes. Yeah. How did she do that? My, my bishop right here is in the car. She was on the phone with me today when she said, I will have you destroyed. Now, this is a very interesting thing because Charles Vallow is talking about his bishop that is in his car because he is concerned about Lori Daybell or, yeah, well, Lori Daybell. He's concerned that she's lost her sanity and that she might even be possessed by a demon. That's not that's not a threat to kill you. Yesterday was a threat to kill me. Okay. What did, what did she say yesterday? She said, you're not Charles. I don't know who you are, what you did with Charles, but I can murder you now with my powers. Okay. Okay? Right. She said, you're gonna, I'm going to kill you too. I'm going to, uh, yesterday was, I'm So she's speaking you. as a spiritual being. She's, she's not here. Okay. She lost her reality. Is, has, is, this, is this just all recent or... Has it been it's going on? It's been going on for about four or five years. It's gotten really, really bad lately. She goes to the temple every day and speaks with Moroni and Jesus Christ. And they tell her what to do. And now she came here today. And last couple of days, she says, I'm not Charles. Uh, you're not Charles. You're Nick Schneider. So I know, true to my Demon Insider fans, you know that I looked up Nick Schneider. And I looked up Ned Snyder, and I spelled Snyder in different ways. I even looked up Mick Snyder and Michael Snyder. 
There's a couple of Mike Snyders or Mick Snyders that are evangelists. And I'm not too sure if that's who they were talking about, but I couldn't find any negative Nick Schneiders. So wherever this name came from, it wasn't from the Latter-day Saints uh, religion where she was from. And I also can't say if it was a demon name because there's a lot of demon names that are different. Uh, but also it could have been an anagram which I've tried to decipher and haven't really had much luck because it could have been Nick or Ned or Mick and Schneider's could be spelled so many different ways. Let's continue with this. We had all this stuff from people in Utah who uh, tell her how many past lives she's had and and, uh, probation she's had. She's uh, uh, married to Moroni back way back when. She's also married to James the Just, and uh, uh, yeah, this is all foreign to me. So it's just it's foreign to me. Well, I'm not it's LDS. Crazy, it's crazy stuff. I know you're using it's, LDS terms here. I'm, I know, but it's just it's okay. just she's she's nonsensical. Okay. So this was something that Lori had been saying that she was a goddess and that she was going to lead with Chad Daybell, lead the hundred and forty-four thousand people. In preparing for the end of the world. So the 144,000 that they're talking about is from Revelations. So here's a quote from Revelations. Then I looked, and there before me was the Lamb, standing on my Zion, and with him 144,000, who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of rushing waters and like a loud peal of thunder. The sound I heard was like that of the harpists playing their harps, and they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. So these 144,000 were to be led after the fall of society, after Satan would be locked up. These were supposed to be 144,000 people that did not defile themselves with women and remained virgins. They follow the lamb wherever he goes. So Lori Daybell and Chad Daybell weren't the only ones that have referred to the 144,000. In the 1960s and 70s, there was another family that referred to themselves as 144,000, the Manson family. But today we're not talking about Charlie Manson. That's for another episode down the road. Right now we're talking about Lori Daybell. Let's continue with this. We'll be right back after a few words from our sponsors. Welcome back to The Demon Inside. So how does she pose a threat to your children? I don't know what she's going to do with them. I don't know if she's going to flee with them, she's going to hurt them. You don't even know if she's here, right? Now keep in mind, this is before she kills her kids. But this was the plan from the beginning. 
as this goddess as she claims she is, she can't be tied down to the earth by having human possessions. And these children of hers were not only possessions, but they were also, in her mind, demons. Put them somewhere else. She said to me, all your stuff is gone. Charles' okay. stuff is gone. Okay. You're not Charles, your stuff is gone. I don't know what that is. And how long? And again, she says it over and over and over again. You are no longer Charles. You've never been Charles. You're Ned, uh, this guy, Ned Schneider. What she's doing is disassociating Charles from his body. She's disassociating in her mind that Charles is no longer Charles. So it's okay to do harm to this demon imposter that's portraying himself as Charles. She'll probably tell me I'm crazy, huh? Is that what you suspect? You're a dark spirit. That's what she's going to tell you. Okay. I'm a dark spirit. Gage with me, he's a bitch. He's going to be a dark spirit. Whatever that means. But you're evil. And you okay. said this has been going on for like four years? Well, it's to an extent, but it's gotten really bad the last several months. By this time, I believe that she, Lori Vallow, believes that she is a goddess. That she can spot dark entities, demons. That uh, Chad... Daybell can spot these demons and not only spot them, but rate them from number scales and which ones are light and which ones are dark. And the further darker you get, there's no chance of bringing them back into the light, so they have to be destroyed. This demon that is using Lori Vallow is a demon that is making her feel powerful and making her see things that are not real but to Lori Vallow they are 100% real these are entities that she is fearing that have taken her kids taken her husband taken her friends taken her family and she's feeling more alone and that's why she starts coping with it by dealing more with her faith this is the end of times for Lori Vallow. This is when demons are going to come out, take over people, and she's going to be one of those 144,000 that leads God's soldiers back to life. This is what she is believing. But why? When did this start? Well, for that, you got to go back all the way when she was a little girl. Her father took her to Church of Latter-day Saints. And when her dad came back from the church and talked to her about what he had heard, she said he was the most spiritual man she had ever known. That he was a spiritual God. So maybe that being said back then, stuck in her mind, because she was always looking for somebody that could keep up with her religiously, that could keep up with her spiritually. That's why she started reading books. That's why she started doing her podcasts. That's why she started listening to Chad Daybell and reading his books. Because 
following a man who's spiritual is a spiritual giant when it comes to spirituality is something that she was looking for. And Charles Vallow wasn't that person. Charles Vallow was a demon because Charles Vallow was going against her. And anyone that was going against her was going to face her wrath. This was a goddess who was not going to let anybody stand in her way. She also told Charles that she would kill him if he got in her way and she had an angel there to help her dispose of the body. Shortly after her alleged threats, Charles took out an order of protection against Lori Vallow. Charles claimed that Lori Vallow had become infatuated and at times obsessive about near-death experiences and spiritual visions. He said he attempted to get her help. However, she refused to visit a doctor because they would discover that she is a translated being. So for her, Lori and Chad believed that they had extraordinary abilities. Some of these abilities included the power to teleport and cause harm to others, the ability to call up natural disasters, the ability to pray away demonic spirits attached to others and also visionary capabilities. Because of these abilities provided to them, they felt that they were qualified to tell whether someone had a light or dark scale associated with them. This scale would indicate whether or not they had demonic spirits attached to them. Lori and Chad would often refer to these dark spirits by actual name. By a certain level of spirit are using the term zombies. Coincidentally, if you shared their belief system, your score was good. If you offered any opposition to their beliefs or their destiny, you were seen as a dark spirit. So Lori Vallow sends a text to Zulema Pastenes, which is Alex Cox's widow. Alex Cox is her brother. Lori said she was told by God that she is to protect Lori. And another of her texts told Lori that she had a vision that she could create storms and fire and will have the eye of the Lord. In a text Lori sent to Pastinus in February 2019, she claimed that Charles, whom she had by now started referring to as Hiplos or Ned, was blocking her gifts. She said, let's go spiritually tonight and work on him. Lori is to have said this text to Pestans five weeks before Charles was murdered. We give the timing to the Lord, but we don't need to relent. This is war. This is war between evil and dark, between good and bad, between Lori and and the world. 
So there are four degrees of possession, and this is what I'd like to bring up to you now. There are four degrees to manifestations. So the first is the inhabiting of a place or the manipulation of an object or objects through infestation. In other words, a haunted house, a doll that may be haunted, things of that nature, moving around, turning on, turning off, smells, attacks on the human body are conditioned through oppression. So attacks of the human body are conditioned through oppression is making that person feel miserable, feeling out of control, feeling like suicidal, things of that nature, feeling like there's no beating this. Attack on the human thoughts and dreams through obsession. This is when a person is constantly thinking evil thoughts or having evil dreams, not getting sleep, not eating. And then the fourth degree is possession, full-on blown possession. I believe at this point that Lori Daybell is being attacked by demons through obsession and her obsession with death, with her obsession of religion and with her obsession of knowing between who's a demon and who's not. And she's feeling like she is overpowering and above everyone else and that she is infused with a goddess who has lived many, many lifetimes and will never die. Don't forget to subscribe to The Demon Inside on Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast directory or through our website, anchor.fm backslash The Demon Inside. A new episode of The Demon Inside comes out each Monday. Let us know what you think and join the conversation on our Demon Inside Facebook page and on Instagram. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join me next Monday for a new Demon Inside. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends. I'm John Venom. We'll see you next time. If I don't get possessed. The Demon Inside was created and written by James Porter. It's a production of Venomous Entertainment. Theme music, Demon Inside, is on the album Conjure One by Reese Fulber. Background music was created by Lucas Key.